Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, Holy Wednesday. It's Wednesday again. It's weird how that works, mm-hmm. right? Just week after week, it keeps yeah. on coming. Uh, Married at First Sight aired and on a Wednesday. And then here we are sitting here immediately after. I do have a cocktail tonight, just so you know. Oh, I will be getting another one shortly. I needed to take a knee, though. I'm, uh, you know, just trying to rinse out the taste of blood in my mouth from biting my tongue and screaming and stuff like that. Other than that. I mean, well, not just Married at First Sight, though. Um, You know, Mary had a tough weekend because her Eagles lost her. Philadelphia oh, Eagles lost the Super Bowl and you know my, that's my, it's not a fun feeling. It's not. My Eagles lost and then um I actually uh I I you know I think the city's moved on but it's still I did see the other day a giant dump truck a garbage truck that had instead of fly eagles fly it said cry eagles cry like very mocking like and I would be like you better hope you don't get a flat tire or anything you're gonna yeah that's out of you it's bold to drive around actual proper philadelphia with that on i saw that as a as a um i saw that a lot on on twitter on social media Mm. the night afterward you know that night uh and i thought i mean in a way they set themselves up for it there's fly eagles fly and then what rhymes with that cry and here here you go but well it was better than die i guess you know at least they were like lick your wounds and move on was a little less hostile, <laughs> a little uh, less hostile than it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh. Well, girl. Uh, yeah. You've had a weekend, and mm-hmm. now you just had to watch people who don't belong together try to stay together. Um. <sighs> we. Did you see just another Married at First Sight news that Lindy and Miguel have announced their divorce? Um. Yes. And honestly, what the. F- Fuck. None of it were. I honestly think they, I hope they start with lawsuits or something. I'm kidding. That whole like season. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. No, that whole season. No. So nobody worked. I mean, we were suspicious if you we are, you know, on our Instagram, which is Are You My Podcast, by the way, if you want to follow us there. Um, we I follow, you know, most cast members and I had noticed that she was traveling a lot and someone was taking photos and there was no ring and he was never in any photos, but so I wasn't super surprised. Um, but that was stung, though. I know. We were we were rooting for them. I'll say, though, yeah. you know, as the kids say, someone's being messy about it because <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she like she posted this whole thing and there was daggers thrown in her post. Right. Like mm-hmm. if both partners aren't equally. And then like she circled it in her stories, not on her post, but her stories. She circled it, the word equally uh, committed to the process, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, shots fired. Another thing the kids say. Um, (laughs) And so you could tell she was kind of like, Hey, someone else wasn't. And then in the comments, she was commenting back to people. Right. So if someone said he didn't deserve you, she's like, that's right. And, you know, clapping and hearts. Oh, and I think she so was she, a big snapper. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, she loved mm-hmm. to snap after like Pepper said something. Yeah, she'd mm-hmm. be like, "That's right, girl." Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. And a lot of that. Oh, mm. If you guys didn't listen to us last season, you should go back and listen. We really liked both Lindy and Miguel, and and we're rooting for them. But we'd made fun of uh, the, you know things that they do just because we're terrible people who have a podcast. Um, but we're wonderful no. <laughs> people who have an opinion. Is exactly. what we, we, that's we're watching a show. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. But anyway, and then he posted something and said more, he said more, but less, you know, and then, um, Mm -hmm. and then he kept his comments off and said, no negativity about Lindy on my page. So I don't know if that's him saying, I see you being negative to me, Lindy, and I'm going to outshine you. So maybe they're both being messy. Oh, it sounds like a big old dirty, messy diaper is what it mm-hmm. sounds like. I didn't get into the comments, but now that's probably what I'll do when we're done recording tonight. Because <laughs> I, I just, whatever, we'll, we'll get to it. But I have to say that they seemed out of any of them. Because um, you, I recorded with Miguel after party. And did mm-hmm. you record with Lindy? No. no. Okay. So neither one of us were with Lindy, but I really got a good feel from them. But you know what? Yeah, I think I think we all hoped that maybe when because there was ups and downs on both ends, but we hoped maybe when the cameras were off, it would get better. But um, yeah. seemed to have just all gone spiraling downhill when the cameras were off, like a lot of the couples, uh, specifically yeah. from last season. Um, speaking of our social media, if you want to join our Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters? We have a very lively thread on Wednesday nights about the show. We also just people post in there. It's a fun group uh, full of fun. Just fun. (laughs) Just a real lively. I mean, nobody holds back. Everybody kind of keeps each other in check. I very much enjoy it. Um, We have a nice time over there. We do. Um, We do. And and we have Patreon, which is $7 a month where we have bonus content. So when we're done here, we'll go over there and we keep going for another good half hour, 40 minutes. I mean, God knows. And so, and then we also have episodes. So that's every Thursday. And then every Sunday, we have just a fun episode. The last two weeks have been some of my favorite. Me too. Patreons. Yeah. They, there's just our Sundays. And I've heard those comments from our listeners too. So, hey, if you want to just join, see what it's about, you get married at first sight content on Thursdays. That's bonus. Plus you get exclusive Sunday episodes. We have so much fun. And if you haven't given us a quick rating, we would appreciate that a little Five-star rating, quick review if you can. Apple and Spotify, yeah. you know, they allow you to do it. A little, little thumbs on the five, you know, short and sweet, doesn't take any time. And Sarah Colonna, um, I think that you have some comedy dates coming up. Where could people see you? I do. I would love for you guys to come and see me in Dallas, February 24th and 25th at Hyenas Comedy Club. And I would really love for you to also come see me in March the 3rd and 4th in Arkansas, in Lowell, Arkansas, at the Grove Comedy Club, which is uh, right outside my hometown of Fayetteville. So pack it out so that my mom, you know, thinks I'm successful. And <laughs> you can find she all knows of the- it, but it would help. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing for just, her to see. Yeah, just like, you know, nice. A lot of people running around screaming, Sarah, you're so good. Yeah, your, mom, your like, mom must have been hot for you to look like that. She loves that too. Um, <laughs> so, and you can get all those tickets and links and times on Sarah Colonna, C O L O N N A dot com. Thanks. Oh, do it. 
boy, oh boy. All right. Mm. I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, we could kind of start off just with Kirsten and Shaq because nothing happens because we, we kind of yeah. like to start light and then really end it big, you know? Right, um, right. End in rage, a rage <laughs> ending. Yeah, they were they were pretty, it was pretty cut and dry, easy. Nothing really happened. I, I, yeah. I honestly wrote under their names at one point, they talk about her closet and I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> that um that pretty much sums it up entirely. If if who was it at the group dinner that asked the question of rate your relationship from one to ten again? Gina giant, started yeah. it. What I mean, if this is is are they fucking with us? It, yes, it, the Maths family here because with yes. the rating, okay. We hate a rating. We hate it. Sarah, what, what would you rate our friendship on a scale of one to 10? How about um, seven point go fuck yourself? Because if <laughs> anybody ever asked me that, I would upend a table. I It's so stupid. It's so dumb. And by the way, listen, I think Nicole and Chris are cute. I think they're in it for the right reasons. Oh. But I'll kiss your ass if she actually was going to say an 8.2 after he said an 8.2. She And she was like, no, really. Nobody was going to say a point two. I, I honestly, I, I, yeah, I, I have so many thoughts on that that just I'm not. It's that made me that made me want to chew on some some glass too because that yeah. way that was not that like, i didn't believe that one yeah it, i believe, I believe he it. guessed the names you know when he yeah, guessed the nicole her name. he guessed yeah. nicole she guessed chris also and if she if it was if it was that much of a you know just a magical shared thought in the universe don't say it out loud because you just look like an asshole <laughs> just keep that one to yourself tell him later two. tell him after the after you know be like wow this is an extra reason why we're meant to be but, yeah. you know, I couldn't have said that on national television. It wouldn't have seemed believable. <laughs> I, mean, I rate your believability at a negative 8.2 mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, I was okay. going to say, Sarah, I was <gasps> you gonna were going to say that. I was oh going to say 8.2. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so Kirsten and Shaq. Yeah. Gina brought up the the rating thing, which again, nobody learned from last season with Nate and Stasha. This is all bad. All the stop with the numbers. Stop talking about what you don't like about someone's fucking face they were born with and stop Mm -hmm. talking about numbers. This get me, give me two seconds alone with each of these people in a closet. They might be scared and I will, but I will not be violent. I will just say, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> about the numbers and the physical features. Shut up. Yes. Shut up. No more. No more comments about faces, heads, haircuts, bodies. And if you do have them, go into a bathroom that has a fan and turn it on and just talk to yourself in the mirror. Nobody. <laughs> it's not going to help anybody, especially if especially if the relationship ends up working out. Because then what happens? Then that oh. person that you were talking shit about and said some pr- some things that are going to be cutting, whether it was something you overcame or not, it's going to feel like shit when you're together watching this episode and, you know, oh, they hate my face. You know, I, it, great. Good to know. Listen, I, hey, guys, Mary. OK, Mary can't really speak on this because she's not married. Um, which is it means it's almost in, common law. At this yeah. Point, but yeah. Oh, yeah. No, just, just Mary is a very long term relationship with her, the loveliest Mark. And I guarantee 
that she's going to back up what I'm saying here as a married woman and just as a human being, to be honest, doesn't have anything to do with being married. I never, not once in my relationship, have I looked at my husband and said, what would you rate this? (laughs) Because you're just fucking asking for it at that point. Yes, yes, yes. Because, because not only you're asking for it because if they say anything other than perfect, you're going to not be satisfied. And if they say perfect or anything above like a, you know, a million, you're going to say fucking knock it off. I asked you a question. So there's no winning. There's no, no winners. None. That's like being like, hey, <laughs> between um super tight and hot dog on a hallway, hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> how do you rate my vagina? That like, can you? Yeah. 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 Pinhead. No. <laughs> what? It's closed up. It's not sewn up like a. Yeah. No, exactly. No. I'm sad that I said hot dog on a hallway first, but it's okay. Everyone knew what I well, was going for. It's the, it still gives the visual, Sarah. It still yeah. achieves what you set out to do. And, and you're um, asking for it. There's no good conversation that's ever. And this one didn't either. I mean, Shaq and Kirsten, they both, she rates them as seven physically. Mm which she's doesn't I don't think she's attracted to him. Well, maybe she should go in the corner like they used to do in the 70s and practice kissing on a pillow if that's what <laughs> the problem is because they have not they've not kissed on camera. I doubt that they've kissed off camera and that last scene of them going to bed and he awkwardly goes towards her and ends up just giving her a, no- a nice juicy plant on the forehead made me wish that I didn't have cable. I <laughs> I agree because first, listen, I, I'm all for anyone having boundaries and I, I get it and I get that you were the stranger. But when you're at the point that you're getting into bed with them at night, if you can't even allow just a quick peck on- Even on I, the cheek for crying out loud? Yeah. I mean, it's like you're in the NICU. It's weird. It is so <laughs> weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> could you imagine if she's she's just like, he goes, good night. And she goes, it's <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> he blows him a kiss. Yeah, and he catches it. Oh, but they're just oh. right next to each other. It's it is brutal. It is like they're in the NICU. I'm never. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I can't keep repeating that because I won't recover, and people are just gonna get annoyed <laughs> that we're laughing. So it's fine. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to describe their relationship. It's like a lady, you know, visiting somewhere yeah, in the hospital, a, a child, a, a grandparent, like <sighs> something. You know, it it just. I don't know. Yeah, there's really nothing else with them. Her, the way she speaks and her voice is so melodic, and I like am so drawn to it that I feel like a lot of times I don't hear what she's saying. I know, no, I know because it's. It, I'm just. I want her to. I want to meditate to something. Yes, right. Like I want, I want her to go to, to read bed. instructions. Yeah. yeah, for me to fall asleep. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I. She's very. It's like soothing. But so I don't. She could be like. I fucking hate you. And it would just come yeah. out so sweet. Exactly. And I think that's part of the problem. Yes. Uh, I mean, to be continued with them. I have no idea. None, none, none. 
No, no idea either. Um, what do we got? Who who do you want to who do you want to dive into next? It was all kind of even. Well, the the, the, the the die of shit. <laughs> no kidding. They're not all shit. I mean, they're fun. Okay, let's just. Why don't we do McKinley and Dominique? Okay, next. I don't know why, but because she, I I called it, and I'm proud of myself for calling it before because I am now. Uh, you had me back and forth for a minute. But now I am 100% on the she hates him train. She yeah. hates him. She hates yeah. his joking. Um, they, they were at that dinner where when, you know, Gina lovingly brought up the rating system. And, um, you know, Mac talks about how he needs to work on his joking. And he ra- rela- rated their relationship like a seven and a half. But she t- does not. Because she agreed. And I was like, no, she doesn't. Yeah. She was like, um, I, I completely agree. No, you're lying. Everyone knows you're lying. Mac knows you're lying. She she agreed. And then Loki called him like a 12 tw- a year old. At one point, she said something about him being a 12 year old boy or some, the sense of humor of a 12 year old, yeah. something like that. And because uh, when Mac later said, oh, well, because Eris said something about their relationship being at a seven, even though he admitted to them that he physically didn't feel that rating at all. The guys earlier, Max, like, yeah, some people are lying. And I wanted to be like, yeah, it, one of them is you're standing right next to you, ready yeah. to take your head off. Yeah. Remember the lady you fingered in the pool? She's lying <laughs> to you, pal, because I, <laughs> I honestly, I like, I am so torn with them. Be- I'm, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me rephrase that. I'm not torn with them as a couple. That is a dumpster fire. It's never going to make it. But I'm torn with them as people, as individuals in a relationship. Because it's like, I do feel like Mac is very often like communicating well, kind of. Yes. And and that surprises me. For some, you know, he talks so much how he's an introvert, but I feel like he actually is quite good at saying what he's truly thinking and conveying it to her. But then I don't know if she's hearing it or receiving it or it's making sense, but nothing seems to change. He apologizes a lot to her, doesn't he? He does apologize a lot for for joking too much. I think there was, listen, the constant joking would completely get on my nerves too, especially this early on. I'd be like, okay, we need to dig a little deeper. But she is certainly... Uh, not blameless here. She's a tough nut to crack. And he did yes. say this episode, he was like, I feel that I've been attacked since day one. He actually kind of stood up for himself yeah. because she, he said something about, well, you know, I just, I know I just like talk shit. This is what I do. I'm from like, like a guy who talks like that. I talk like a, my brother and she's like, I'm not your brother, dude. And I mean, she just fucking hates him. Right. But yeah. When she's talking about how she feels like she has to push him and coach him to get to do things. Um, And he came back with, I feel critiqued all the time. And he's like, I've given you the benefit of the doubt, but it is your way or the highway. And that is fair because yeah, just because the guy hates horses and water. um, I would too if that (laughs) happened, but still, yeah. It, he, it's all what she wants. Like she's like, I have to push you to do these things. And it, if you if you think of that in reverse, you go, oh well, that means it's because stuff he doesn't <laughs> normally like to do. So have you asked him what he likes to do? Right. Well, right. I don't think we've really seen that. So 
at we last don't know week, anything about him. We haven't no. even seen a picture of him in a frame in his family's home because it, <laughs> that doesn't exist for this season. He's I know. Li- you know, he's living with his best friend's parents in their basement with their family photos dangling above his bed. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy other than he's nervous and jerky and he calls himself an introvert, but yet he signed up to be in a reality show where you get married. So it's very confusing. It is. And uh, not to jump around, but we will, because that is, uh, she brought up, she's hard on him, but she brought up the best point I've ever heard to, to almost made me, um, rip off my tits and send them to Dr. Pepper and Cal <laughs> in separate envelopes. They could each have one. Um, <laughs> was when she said, okay, so you didn't want to commit to finding a place in Nashville. You didn't want to lease a home because God forbid it wasn't the right home, but no problem with marrying someone at first sight in a city that the person you're marrying would assume meant you're going to stay there. Because that's yeah. great. So it's like he's at a bus station just <laughs> held over for a couple days. And he's like, yeah. you know what? Let me lock this down for a lifetime. No, I, it's, she made a very valid point. She did. To, to One that I almost am surprised they didn't just edit out, you know. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to, to like, oh, like, collar pull on that one. <laughs> yeah, guys. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But because I mean, I, they're trying at one point there was, okay, you know how I love the songs. At one point they played a song for oh. them and it was like, did you fall from heaven? Did I see you coming? And I'm like, that, <laughs> that doesn't fit. No, that doesn't fit them at all. No. At no, least they must usually. Have- yeah. they Someone got it mixed up or, or yeah, something. The BT was spinning for the songs this week or something because no. Usually no. the song. Usually they're least, spot on, right? Spot on. Oh, do you know that I will never forget the one? Was that last season? Yes, yeah, San Diego when they had the house, and and they were like on a couple's retreat, and there was a house, and they had there was like a big photo shoot outside, but it was just them taking photos of each other. But and then they had that song with the little British like paparazzi, look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> that was I'll never. That'll be my, uh, that's my pinnacle Married at First Sight background song. Um, that moment. I forgot about that. That's when they had their prom, their outdoor prom. Yes. I yeah, believe. the prom. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Paparazzi, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> anyway, it was my favorite. I wish they'd bring that song back. And I'm, I, I know you guys uh, troll me with these songs at this point. So if you're listening, please, at some point, play that song again make for it, me. Make it surface, please. Or at least put like a, uh, a season mix co- collection together, you know, get my season 16, I need, all the, would that not give, be amazing? I need a back. I need a, a soundtrack. A hundred percent. Season We're soundtrack. That. We will yes. pay for it. Not a lot, oh, but yeah. we'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Not much, but something. <laughs> um, oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. He feels critiqued. He's not wrong. Cause she just, she's, she hates him. She, she's yeah. done. And well, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry, Go ahead. No, no. Well, when she, okay. When he said all that and he was super, I thought eloquent where he's like, I feel critiqued. It's your way, the highway, all the things you just said. And he's like, basically said, I, uh, instead of trying to progress or grow, I just feel like I'm doing whatever I can not to piss you off or ruin your time. He says a lot of, I would say poignant things. And 
with the way she has kind of stood up to him, I was expecting a, 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 a violent storm of what, you know, but she was very, she just was like, oh, I understand what you're saying. You know, I, I need to know your heart's in the right place. Like she was way softer when he said all that than what I was expecting. True. Yeah. I thought she was going to be like, well, you know, pull up your big boy britches, asshole. <laughs> Let's yeah, go fishing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah take, but, or what, what do you say when you tell people to go run laps or something like, give yeah. me 30. Yeah. Whatever. Something push ups. You'd but be a terrible coach. I would be a terrible. Co- I actually, I wouldn't. I'm not a good uh, uh, athlete or coachable person. Um, actually, I'm quite coachable. I take that back. We'll talk about that another time. I'm very coachable. Anyway, she does say that she thinks that maybe dating in Nashville has hardened her a bit, which I thought was interesting. And also, she didn't back it up a ton, so I didn't really have much right. to go on. Right. I mean, I think at this point, with as many apps as there are for anyone dating, I I think anywhere, probably even more specifically larger cities with more people, um, you're adding to that challenge. But I get it. And right. Right. um, So I get that. But and, and at least she admitted that and sort of gave him that grace, I guess, if you will. But it didn't last long because the minute they went to his place. Now, listen, my um, vagina would have dried up like a like a raisin when I walked down. Mm-hmm. Raised to, in the sun. Yeah, right down to a little uh, be- well, basement situation with with people hanging on the walls that don't even belong in his that aren't even in his family. It, I get why she was just like, you know, um, and you like, can tell you be she's. Like- you should be like, can we skip this part? Like right. this part doesn't really mean anything. This isn't not going to tell you anything about me. Yeah, which she kept saying. She said, "I can't even judge you off of anything here," which was kind of an odd use of words. But I knew what she. I get what she meant. Usually, if you can right. go into someone's home, you can get a sense about them that you haven't gotten. Oh, he loves his family. There's photos everywhere. Oh, he loves dogs. There's photos of dogs everywhere. Oh, he loves to read. There's books everywhere. You got nothing, right? Or like Just- or like when Pepper goes through and sniffs her panty drawer before she <laughs> right. places them or whatever. You learn a lot. There's there's a lot you can gather. There is a lot you can gather. There's a lot you don't want to gather, but there's it's still gathered. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand why she is disappointed in all of that. And from I, I never know what they're doing with clips for the next week, how much we're being fooled, who knows, but it doesn't look great for them next week. It looks like she says, eh, I don't know about moving in. Oh, um, wouldn't yeah. surprise me if she doesn't. Yeah. Well, who, I mean, okay. Speaking of that, and we can, you know, I don't know if there was a whole lot more about them, but like, do you think, okay, somebody's breaking up that we've gathered from just like people saying something or whatever. It's either them or Gina and yeah, that's Clint, guess. right? Cause yeah. that's like when, when they showed kale next week, like is today, but or the b- divorced. Right. So <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what he said, by the way. It is. Um, okay. Well, we'll get to that, but yeah, I don't know. I, 
I one thing I liked was when she was looking around his place and she was like, so um, are you into like, you know, traditional roles around the house in terms of whatever? And he looked at her like she had three heads and he was like, you mean like what a woman does around the house? Or said something he's like cooking or clean and he laughed yeah. so heartily that I was like, oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, you could tell he's genuine. I like he was like, no, that's not. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Um, yeah. He said uh, he likes cleaning. Sometimes he cuts the G off. Cleaning. He likes cleaning. Oh. Like, yeah, a little bit like Mac the Shock, but Mac different. the Shock. Yeah, Midwest Mac the Shock. But he likes cleaning. He like he does a lot of cleaning. Well, unfortunately, according to the song, uh, because he doesn't have a place to live, there was oh. a song at the end of this that was like, there is nowhere that you belong. <laughs> like, all kind of like... Con, it kind of had like that. Remember the theme from True Blood, this theme song to yes, that? It sort yes. of was a little bit like, it had a little bit of that vibe to it. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> They're getting creative. Yeah. I just, I constantly feel trolled by it. But um, <laughs> you probably should. That was, yeah, that was kind of it with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Jasmine and Eris. Um, she's, yeah. listen, she's stuck on the thing that he's never been in love. I don't blame her. I would be confused if I went through a long process of questionnaires only to end up with a 39 year old man who says he's never been in love or lived with anyone or had a relationship. And I am not judging that someone that age has had that experience. I am judging that someone decided he should also then get married at first. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I was going to say the 39. Okay. Yeah. I think with these shows, we get to be a little, Oh, 39. Oh, you know, where's his, his cane and whatever. It's like, no, it's not that he's old and never been in love, but it's that he's in a position in his life where he's never been in love and then decides to get married on TV. That's what's, what's a little bit. That's what jaw. That's what's got us a little, you know, riled up um yeah yeah now I, I i also don't know for sure that i think it's great that she keeps saying i love to be in love i love to be in a relationship i fall in love easy i'm a hopeless romantic i also don't know that that is i, I nothing against hopeless romantics okay nothing against people who fall in love easy good for you again not sure that that means this is the process you should take because that yes. means you're just, are you saying you would have just, whoever it was, you were going to fall in love? Is that what we're gathering? And I don't, I know that's not what she means, but it's just so opposite. Um, I mean, if she's watched the show, you, you have a greater chance of getting hit by lightning than falling in love and having like a, a fairy tale story. I mean, right. just look at the numbers, you know? So I, I agree with you. I think maybe she should have gotten a little intel from former seasons before she decided to do this. Yeah. I, th- she gave them a seven and a half, eight. He gave them a seven. Mac, again, I repeat, he thought they were lying because he told the guys four or five. Hey, I'm okay with Eris not in front of everyone making her feel like shit. So I'm okay yes. with him saying a seven, right? I'm okay yep. with... um. He went lower, but not enough to cause a problem. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, it's okay. It's okay in public or, you know, in, in the group setting to not, um, I know I went off about this the other day, <laughs> but like, I know that sometimes they're like, well, at least he said it to her in private. Oh, on national TV, you mean? So I'm good with him oh, right, not right. making her feel like shit. Now, wait, 
One of my favorite, and I, wait, I totally just interrupted you. One of my favorite things right after that was when they were, he keeps, Eris B is kind of one of my favorites because he keeps saying, it's only been a week and looking around at everybody like somebody's gonna be like, I know, right? This is fucking bad shit. He's like, you guys, it's been a week. I mean, he says it the way if I was on the show, I'd be like, it's been 72 hours just in pure disbelief and nobody's biting. And that's why I think I like him the most. I know it is really funny because he He's verbalizing, I think, what a lot of us scream at the TV. Um, yeah. Because he is, he said he feels guilty that he's not showing as much interest as she is and that they aren't on the same level. Uh, he He's a guy who values his alone time. Same. I, I've, I very much get that aspect of this guy's personality, that he needs his alone time, that it's time to go work out, is it's time to think things through and and he understands that maybe he might have hurt her feelings the night before. And he's very good. In fact, when he talked to Clint after the whole Gina slender, yeah. which we'll get into that because I have a lot, but um, he was, he had a great, he seemed like someone who he seems like someone, not that he's been in a relationship before, but he's more um, communicative than I would have assumed Somewhat yeah. and insightful than I would have assumed insightful, someone who supposedly yeah. hasn't had a long-term relationship. I don't know. I I agreed. He very much was able to put himself in Clint's shoes and in Gina's shoes, you mm-hmm. know, and he was very, I mean, I felt like he, he gave some pretty good counseling. I thought so too. You know, I thought he did a really good job. I do. Um, I, you know, I think again, sometimes those that can't, teach is that what it is or i don't yeah. what's that i mean you know who knows but, but it's he very much was level-headed in in his advice to uh clint which yeah that surprised me and, and made me happy for him a little it did and i think look he said he wanted her to know where her head was hey where his head was he did say that he's getting a friendly vibe right now that I, she was very funny. She's like, I'm not trying to be a wife out here in these streets. Right. So mm-hmm. she is that that's not the word you want to hear either. Right. Nobody wants to hear that someone feels like they're your pal when you're on a right, honeymoon right. with right, that person, yeah. no matter how crazy it is that it's only been a week. So, um, and I think he's going to be difficult to live with. And yeah, because I am, and I see myself in him. Um, you and Eris have a lot in common. <laughs> we do, honestly. Uh, I didn't get married till I was 40. I didn't do it on national television, but had anyone paid me to, I might have. Um, <laughs> but I, I, he's very like, this is my side of the closet. This is my, this is what I, t- he's already got that set. These and are my I, pickles. Yeah, these are my pickles. <laughs> Guys, what, my husband ate one of my pickles one time. It's not, it's not, it's fine now. Not really. We've worked through it, but we, yeah, it's we've done our best. Thing. And yeah. he also moved them to a different side of the refrigerator. Anyway, it's so I, as you can hear, I understand uh, being a particular person and having to live with someone for the first time. Again, that's why I probably wouldn't have done it this way. I will say to Eris, for sure, no, people don't poo poo together. Oh. Uh, <gasps> That, oh. No, they do not, sir. Mm-mm. Yes, that Mm-mm, question. Sir. No, sir. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
I, I loved mean, at least, her. her yeah. But she's like, no, I'd actually prefer that you don't even know that I go to the bathroom, uh, let alone be yeah. in the same room. She's like, girls don't poop. And I'd be like, yeah. that's when I used to tell everybody I had a fecal fairy <laughs> so that people thought I was just, you know, was cleansed in the night like an angel. You are an angel. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they they had a they're so I don't have a clue. <laughs> What's going to happen well, with these two? I can't figure I out if, if you know, that if he is going to be super anal and the shoes off and this and that, and she's just going to snap at one point or um, if it's going to be fine eventually. Well, you know, I know I was trying to think, too, because I don't know who's going to offend who first outside of the friend zone piece. But I did really like that when they went to Eris's house and she saw his gym and his man cave and all this, you know, he she said, I really understand that he does need his me time that he's been talking about this whole honeymoon. And he wasn't just saying that to get time away from me. And I think if she's able to sort of get out of her own way or head and and just go along this process and not think that he's totally done and he's trying to be away from her and stuff like that maybe they have a shot like and then when yeah. she saw his dad's obituary and stuff and i think she's really starting to like she's like it showed me how much he really loved his dad i think it's it's humanizing him just as a person living life you know like oh he you know he likes his own time he has close familial relationships blah 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 then maybe she'll chill out a little bit and get to be a little bit more of herself that he'll start to see that's a good point um did you um am i crazy or did he live to have like a duffel bag at the beginning of this wasn't oh yeah he was the one didn't he say like his all his stuff was at his mom's yeah, but then we saw this it? closet and like he ha oh Wait. those the sneakers the tennis yeah. shoes yeah so I mean I'm, that was I'm, I feel like yeah. I had a little bait and switch there on that was that yeah that's a good point because all of a sudden he has a place with a bunch of stuff in it but didn't he wasn't he in like an empty room with one duffel bag when Peppa yeah. came over the first time or am I mixing something up um, here no because that is exactly now what I'm remembering because I remember thinking like. It added to the whole thing of like, oh, he'd never been in a relation. And I was like, Who's right. This Peter Pan motherfucker. Never. He lives out of a bag. He's like traveling around. OK, yeah. So that was kind of confusing. Um, before we move on, I will say, since everyone's moving into a new place right now, they uh, should definitely get some nice, comfy sheets that are hotel quality. And um, since we have our very favorite sponsor, Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E, which is sustainable bedding made from the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric. And we have spoken about these a few times because we are obsessed with them and they are a sponsor. So that's what we do. But they really did send us um, sheets and we both are in love. I ended up ordering more, ordered some from my mom who also loves them. My husband loves them. They are soft, soft, soft. And they really do keep you cool at night. I am a nighttime sweater. I know, Mary, you used to be as well. I Yes, I'm a nighttime and daytime sweater, turns out. But this <laughs> actually helped me immensely with keeping cool while I was sleeping and then waking up rested and energized. No joke. Like these sheets, Mark loves them. They're light. They're buttery. And they're so soft. They're gentle on my hair, my skin, and they're hypoallergenic. 
That's right. And they're dedicated to improving the planet. So that's always a bonus. Attitude is committed to going beyond sustainability by creating products consciously and they give back. So go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then when you check out, use the code my podcast again to get $25 off a, a set of sheets. And they're really very affordable for what they are and hotel quality, all the things. Attitude.com slash my podcast, and then use my podcast at checkout to get $25 off your betting order. Um, okay. Yeah. Moving along. Moving, moving along. Oh, along. girl, where are we? Where are we going to tuck and roll into now? <laughs> Okay, let's tuck and roll into, let's do Nicole and Chris, because I'm going to have to end on Clint and Gina, because you know I'm going to yeah. go off again. Um, yep. Now, Nicole and Chris, um, listen, I understand that Clint put his big ginger featurey foot in his mouth when he said <laughs> the slender comment thing. We've talked about it. We talked about the last two weeks. I, to fill anyone in that hasn't listened, um, I disagree that Gina is off the hook for saying gingery features with complete disdain and completely driving that home as many times as she could. And now Clint is the devil for saying that he's usually with women who are more slender and athletic. Again, two wrongs don't make a right. Don't and like either of their comments, but uh, okay. I'm even going to. I'm even going to correct a little thing you just said. It's very small, but you said that he's you. you it, it was just. It's it's small bullshit, but he didn't even say more slender or more athletic. His statement right. was literally the women I've dated in the past have been slender and athletic. So I just want to make that clarification, because if he had said more slender or more right. athletic, that I think would be maybe enough of a slight. It wasn't great. Right. We agree. No, with that, it was, but, yeah. I mean, she still, still took it that way, but you're right. He did not say that. That's true. Um, you know, yeah. Now, obviously, you're going to take from that that he's saying that you're not that. So I get sure. why she's upset. Sure. Fine. And I get why saying it in front of a group of women was stupid. And I get why Nicole's offended. But I also don't, you know, everyone, I want couples. You've mentioned this before, how they get so judgy of the other ones. And I'm like, you're, you're, you guys are all a fucking mess. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. Nicole and Chris are actually the ones that are, that are probably going to make it, but I don't know that it's going to be for the best reasons at this point. And I thought about every- Lindy and Miguel too, Sarah. But- right. True. But the, the, we will forgive you. We thought differently of you. If Gina can forgive you, I guess we can accept you back. All right. You know, this isn't, well, <laughs> Come on. It's and that's just it's that I guess just different personality types, but it just that like holier than thou, so not holier, but it's like it just comes off. It I was just condescending. Could, well, it's condescending. And you someone can speak like that if they've never made a mistake, you know, and I feel like it's like, OK, like you like. All right. he He's he's owned it. It's fine. That whole. Well, I guess we can forgive you. Like, like I don't, I, I just, it turned me off a whole bunch. It did um, turn me off too. And I'm like, I, you know, these are my front runners, Nicole and Chris, and I like both of them. And I think, listen, she, the way she handled this situation with Chris crying about his dogs and the oh. two dog restriction, which would have been a great thing for the fucking show to know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess, yeah, they were probably like, we're not even dealing with dogs after last season. So. 
I know. No, I mean, and I'm, listen, I, I do feel bad for the producers or anyone that had to make that phone call when they found out, you know, that it was a two dog limit on this apartment. I, I'm sure it wasn't fun for anyone. And uh, so well handled all around, honestly, but yeah, Nicole yeah. handled it great. I mean, that was after they had the dinner and the, the whole 8.2 thing, which we already made fun of, but um, it, it, I don't know. I just, she, the way she handled it and saying the words she said that like, um, I don't know the solution in the moment, but we will figure it out. That's a very good way to tackle someone who is emotional in a moment and also a problem that could be really big, right? I mean, this guy has two dogs. He doesn't want to leave them for eight weeks. He doesn't want to drop in on them. They get dogs, do get separation anxiety. Everything he said, I totally understand. Every people who aren't pet people may think he was overreacting. I do not. Um, But I liked how she handled it. I think it's great that she has her dad who, you know, we have enjoyed his banter from the beginning already. And I love that she can FaceTime him and say, if we got to swap around, can you help me? And he's like, great. What do you want? What do you want me to do? Take him to Florida. Right. I got your dog. Like, you know, they, there's, there's a, she obviously has a strong family. Yeah. 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 And it showed in the way that she supported Chris in that moment. And I really appreciated it. I, I did too. I thought she was so comforting and just clear and calming and solutions orient, you know, like we're going to work it out. It doesn't matter what it is. I do wonder, um, I, I guess I'll say this instead of coming from a place. I don't, I don't mean it's okay. This is why they are a good match. He's outside. He's having some emotions. He's crying on the porch. She's obviously that maternal, like this is my, you, this is my person. I'll do anything I can to help. If the situation was a little different with him, where he comes up to her, he's like, hey, production called. We can only have two dogs. My dogs can't be separated. What are we going to do? I wonder if it would have been a different sort of Nicole that we would have gotten. You know, like I do think that this, this, I think the fact that he is someone who is very emotional and willing to be vulnerable in the moment and she can take care of him. I'm glad it worked out that way versus him like, well, we can only have two and your dog can go here. You know what I mean? I think it worked the way it was supposed to work. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who knows? But and and that's a good point. Um, I think. So it, I because eventually she said they talked to production, they're going to they're just going to kind of swap around. But Right. Like her dog is going to come there sometimes and they'll have the two. Right. I feel like gonna- production might be staying at her place, taking care of the dog just to <laughs> just to get through this, you know. I know. But when they got to the place and they started talking about. um, Well, oh, wait, there was one thing that he said that I thought was interesting when he's like, I like if we annoy each other, we have to talk about it. I, I don't like drama. I don't like a fight. Now, I think she has kind of openly said she's a bit of drama or like not, you know, not she hasn't said drama really, but she sort of alluded that she can be, quote unquote, a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So he seems to be concerned about that or bringing it up because he's like, I don't like drama. And you and I have discussed this many times. I'm the first one to go in a room and close the door if anyone yells at me because I don't either. Um, But there. She said there was a they were as closest to perfect as perfect as they could be in this situation, right? 
And then she goes on to say, if it's decision day, would you say maybe? And then would you say yes? And then when she asked him again if mm-hmm. he loves her, mm-hmm. stop it. I want her to stop. I, even if she's just being funny, even if she isn't really waiting for him to you say be, yes, which of course I think You that, be her and okay. you ask me and then- um, I love role playing. Yes. Wait, wait, let me think about this. I'm going to be her and I'm going to ask you. Okay. So I'm Chris. Okay, so first, yeah, and I'm going to start with, hey, if today, um, hey, Chris, if today was decision day, would you say maybe? Yeah. Okay. Would you say yes? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if today was decision day, yeah, I'd say yes. Yeah. Do you love me? No. <laughs> me too. That's what I was going to say. Wait, you weren't going to say you love me? Because it felt like you were going to say you love me. No, 8.2, fizzle, fizzle. <laughs> my battery falls out and I drop to the ground. But what? But if I, okay. If okay, I, do it. yeah. Yeah. But okay. now ask me again. I'm going to do now it I'm just going to pretend. I, no, ask me again. Um, Hey, Chris, if today was decision day, um, would you say maybe? Maybe. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I would say, uh, yes, I would say maybe. Okay. Would you say yes? Yes, I would say yes. Do you love me? Yes. Me, I love you so fucking much. I I love love you. you. 8.2. I love you. 8.2. I love you. 8.2 out of a tank that holds (laughs) 8.2. It is, it is 100%. And and I don't, listen, I know that she has sort of a uh, self deprecating, quirky sense of humor, and I relate to it. So, Maybe she really is joking around knowing that he won't say it, but it just feels like she's waiting for him to say yes so that she can say yes back. That's how it comes across. And I it, it and it's not the first time she's done it. So we gotta well, it's we gotta work on listen. that. Listen, and it's not again, this is what we do. We we listen to these things and you see it just reminded me of me like being like with a new friend and they're like, Oh, we're gonna get pizza. And I'd be like, Oh my God, do you want to get pepperoni? And they're like, no, I hate pepperoni. I'm like, yeah, me too. When secretly I love pepperoni. Right. Pepperoni is good. I, oh, I miss it. I haven't had pork well, in a while. I, I don't. I, I, fuck, I fuck with pork all the time. <laughs> I fuck with pork. Okay. Speaking of fucking with pork, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> let's move on to another couple. Okay. Um, Gina and Clint. Okay. Listen, here is what got me. Who was on After Party? Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you after. And you know this. After Party was was pretty quiet tonight. It was Jasmine, Nicole, and Stasha from last Stasha, season. Stasha, right. Right. Which Stasha was, was on. Yes. That was pretty neat. But I know. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. It was nice to get an update about her. There wasn't a ton of juice, though, with the rest. But they didn't. Did they address the way Nicole, because I do, in Nicole's defense of how mad she was at Clint, you know, even though I don't think it's like her battle to fight, but I get her being offended for her friend and also just for women. But was there any recognition? Did you feel of like, oh, but he made such shitty comment, but you no, know, it seems like they're still piling on him and letting Gina off the hook for what she said two weeks ago. Yeah, that hasn't changed. I yeah. feel, I mean, the only thing that I really took away from that from even on after party was when Nicole said, and it might've been Jasmine also, but they basically said that Clint's apology at the table, you know, took it actually about 45 minutes instead of the 
be edited down two to three. He's a man of words. You I'll know? be honest. And like, the edited down two to three felt like 45 to me did. too. So I believe it. Yeah, I, uh, it did. I believe it. They probably had to have a lunch break and like, yeah. It was, um, so that was all that was really brought up. And and they did say that like his apology didn't really have an apology, but then also that was covered because Gina, as we saw in the episode, says, yes, he did apologize. So, yes. you know. Yes, before to her, who is right, probably exactly. who he really should needed to apologize before. Right. And listen, good on him to stand up to everyone else and say, I understand that I also said this in front of a bunch of people, so I'm going to acknowledge it. Um. And I, again, shitty comment didn't come out right. Uh, he reminded me of someone just like standing there with a shovel, digging his own hole. The longer his apology went off, right? Like it just was, it was, he got there, but it, it was, it wasn't without sort of some, <laughs> some dips, um, yeah. some well, peaks it, and valleys. Yeah. A lots of peaks and valleys with Clint. Um, I think just with his personality, but he think about it. Like this guy who can't read a room and set puts his, as you would say, his gingery featured toes in his mouth. You think he's gonna have he's gonna find the right words to apologize properly either? I mean, this guy he's 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 a sweet clown, you know. If he <laughs> says he's he he's front street one more time, I am going oh. to pick up into a light trot and throw myself down some stairs. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I think, and Gina repeated it too a couple episodes ago. Something oh. about him being on Front Street, but she was. I think what, and it, it just it just annoys me. It annoys me how much he's getting piled on, and everyone's acting like it's fine that she said, "I hate your face, the skin you were born with, the freckles that are on it, the fucking hair color you came with. Like you're gross. I hate." Like she was disgusted. And if anyone wants to challenge me on this, just go watch the clip again. She said it like someone put shit up her nose and then made mm -hmm. her talk. Okay. Now <laughs> again, doesn't mean what he said's fine, but she is just, I, you know, we had a terrible conversation and I'm just honestly disgusted at this point, she said. And it's like, all right, well, you shit all over him. He shit on you back. The two of you suck for both your comments, but don't act like I don't know why it's well, really getting on my nerves for it, some reason. Me too. And the fact that when, when Clint talked to the guys in the episode and he's like, you know, like when we felt that Eris gave him some decent insight or advice or whatever, like Clint said, yeah, okay. She's offended. She thinks, or one of them said she thinks he called her thick or fat, which he didn't. Again, these are things that I understand why she was offended. I would be offended. So I'm right. not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, that being said, she said it, she told Clint it was unforgivable and that right there. I'm like, okay, like again, you go back to the ginger thing. That's her. The unforgivable is just being very dramatic, very victim ish. I think because you can't say that what he said is unforgivable and what she, what she said was, is not right. If you're going to exactly. compare one to the other, when Eris brought up that, Oh, maybe it's an insecurity of Gina's, you know, her body and self-image, this ding, 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 ding. And I say that I think I would kill for Gina's body right now. I'm my I'm honestly, I think she's a beautiful body. She's, I'm, oh, she but, does. We don't, but, I mean, but I'm just course, saying yeah. this, but I'm saying this someone who has had insecurities and like that is absolute, she's projecting 
that on back onto him a hundredfold or whatever the way you would say it. She had every right. right to be offended, but she's taking it to another level because of her own insecurities. She is. And this is why, as hopefully uh, we've, this is why we don't comment on people's bodies. Okay. Because no. you don't know their insecurity. And just like I said last week with Nicole saying, sorry, we have real bodies as if women who are thin and don't have curves who probably get told to eat a burger and are, you know, like we, I went off about this last week, like that also hurts them. Right. So you don't just shut the fuck up. Don't say natural body. Don't say real body. Don't say, I understand that the connotation, I understand it. Right. I understand in society when people say curvy, it's usually not taken. And and when people say skinny, it's like meant as a compliment, but that's not necessarily how the people hearing it receive it. So it doesn't matter. Like everyone shut up. And stop mm-hmm. talking about people's bodies because exactly what Eris said and what just what Mary's saying, that's the whole point is you don't know what insecurity you're poking someone with when you comment at all. Just like you don't know what insecurity you're poking him with when you tell him that you don't like his light skin and his freckles and his red hair and whatever Gingery. else he was, right? Gingery features. Gingery. So it's like, I don't know. I just I, like, I get it. We all get it. There's no, there's no not getting it here. But there is, okay, she is, it feels like she hates him. I don't know what happened because like the beginning episode, she said he was like a 12 or something. Um, I know. Yeah. And then, and she hates him and maybe he gets on her nerves and I could see it, you know, it's whatever it is, what it is. Um, but it it feels at this point that she's making she she grabbed onto this the way that like Alyssa grabbed onto hearing that Chris works too much a couple yes. seasons ago and yeah. deciding like God I can't be with someone who just works too much and oh God fuck him I hate him he's terrible he's disgusting like she just wants out and it, yeah you know I don't know if they're out if they're the ones out early or what but I hope so honestly oh, I do too I just I don't have the the emotional bandwidth. Or even the the diaphragm in my shell, you know what I, I feel like I'm singing a lot of loud choruses and not taking a breath when I talk about them because I just get very tired. Yeah, it just it's look. He, I mean, listen. he 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 under it took Eris apparently. I think he was defensive when Gina approached him, probably still because and even said to Eris, he's like, well, she told me. That she didn't like, she called me ginger. She's called me redhead. She's called me light skin. None of this was a term of endearment. Like she, you know, I'm not trying to do tip for tat, but kind of he was. Um, but you know, he, yeah, yeah, he basically is like, well, hold on a second. She's she said things to me that weren't obviously. But if if he's not, it doesn't matter anyway. I don't know why I'm still talking about it, but no, Eris it's made him see like, hey, dude, it wasn't the right delivery, and he's like, okay, I could have been more eloquent. Maybe I was wrong. I had pure intentions. It's all gone sideways. So at least he understands what he did and, and apologized as best Clint can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did, you know, again, he's front street. He's not, (laughs) you know, the poet. He's not Walt Whitman. I don't know, but he, he front street seems like a a cul-de-sac because he just keeps going around. (laughs) (laughs) Front street's a dead end. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't gotten off front street, buddy. So, Um, you know, I did like I when Gina told the group after that, to, almost like defending him a little to Nicole's sort Calling of what I call it. 
Well, yeah, that too. Yes. But when she said, listen, he wholeheartedly apologized and it was more, um, she heard what she needed to hear from him or what, you know, he, yeah, she heard how he hurt her. But then for Gina to go and ask the group to rate the relationships, which we already talked about is not a good thing. I do think it was funny when it came to her answering. I liked her answer where she said, if she's not lying, she said solid five feeling a good havesies. And that was kind of funny. And I appreciated how authentic it felt. Yeah. And it, it, in that moment, it seems like she's moved on and she did at least sort of, like you said, defend him in the group in that moment too, a little bit because Nicole was ready to, you know, take his head off and throw it in the ocean. But, um, <laughs> he did, he gave him a five and a half. He, he upped it a little bit. Um, Is he I'll the- say it, it, oh, it go went, ahead. yeah, no, I think it went back down to a three when he started talking about how he had diarrhea. So that was <gasps> un- unnecessary. Um, um, I was not happy with that. And no joke, I thought of you because I know how Pooh just takes you to another place mm-hmm. and it's not a good one. And mm-hmm. um, dark. Yeah. D- you know, also, if you're going to share that you have severe stomach cramps, we can do the math, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't, we, it doesn't yeah, you mean you got to- your period, Clint. <laughs> Chances are you got the shits and we don't need to hear about it as a collective group. Um, but yeah. well. Wait, he also, he fucks up phrases a little, and so does Mac. Yes, I mean, so, so Mac has- That's why it's one of our favorite no, no, things. I, I haven't said a, a proper uh, phrase or turn of phrase. I, I combine all of them. I make up words. I'm incorrect all the time, violently discomfortable. And so this, he said tonight, after he gave the 5-5, five five, he's arrived at a 5-5, five five, he said, well- and, let, and tell me, I, I don't know if this is the right saying or I've been saying it wrong. He says, uh, we, we've really been through the rigors. Yeah, I. it's funny. I caught that. And I, I it's isn't it through the ringer? Yeah, ringers. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google. I'm going to um, Google just to see while you keep talking because what was the yeah. one Mark said? And then we need to, you know. Uh, we go. need to take take a take a hike over to Patreon. But it's. I'm pretty sure it's not through the rigors. It's it's ringers. I don't know if it's R A N G or W R I N G. I'm not even sure what it means, but oh, I just if like you the, refer to the rigors of an act that you mean is done in what is the rigors? Rigor. I don't know. I'm um, now it's too much for us to. It's too much. We don't have time to just. All right. Well, either way, this. I'm pretty sure it wasn't correct. I don't know. Someone. Someone, if you want to correct, I think me, it's don't ringer for sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We yeah. also don't. Um, but if it's also that, no. in the in late nineteen twenty two, a famous man said rigor, <laughs> and then it became ringer. You fucking idiots with a podcast. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, if I it's mean ringer, anybody who's listened even more than one episode knows that we're not going to go check or give a shit. It's just I like to call it anybody who has the confidence to use their outside voice and say a word wrong, like myself. Yeah, I like to point it out. I like it. Well, it was yeah, because I I enjoyed. It, I mean, I've only ever heard Ringer, and as mm-hmm. of you, and I was like last week when we heard Jasmine said she had an outer body experience instead oh. of an out of body experience, and that one really, it, for it made me. There's just things that make you question if you've been saying shit wrong forever, and that's where we're at. 
It just makes me feel seen and heard that I'm not the only one screwing things up. Let's go over to Patreon and screw more stuff up. I have uh, plenty more to say about all of this. And so uh, if you can join us over there, please do. Um, We have Thursday episodes, bonus content exclusive to Patreon about this very show, as well as Sunday episodes that are just super fun podcast, cleanse your palate Sunday, begin your week right material. So join us if you can. And if not, we will see you next Thursday. This was fun. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?